0: In Cheyenne, Wyoming Territory, I learned a little about trail herders and a lot more about the education of Kid Yancey.
1: Frontier Gentlemen.
0: My friend Carrie Chase of the Cheyenne Daily Press had mentioned to me that a herd of Texas cattle was expected in town, and with it, its dozen or so trail drivers. They had followed the Texas Trail from San Antonio, across those great plains into Oklahoma Territory, Kansas, Nebraska, fording rivers like the Brazos, the Trinity, Red River, the Washita, Cimarron, Arkansas, Smoky Hill the South Platte, 2,000 animals traveling 1,000 miles, and 12 men to bring them safely in. The day of their arrival, I was being shaved in a barber shop, one of the several which served the local and transient population of Cheyenne. Suddenly, the mugs and bottles on the barber's shelf began to tremble. The air was shattered with the sound of voices bellowing, shrieking, howling. The hand of Mr. Winters, my barber, began to shake. (laughs) What is it?
2: Texans. What? Texians. Oh, oh. Well, they ain't started shooting up the place yet. Maybe this time they'll let us alone. I guess not. Oh. Mister, I, I'm sorry. I, I, I surely am, but I tell you, when those fellas come to town for a blowout, a shooting and a hollering, it, it boogers the wax right out of me. Do they cause much trouble? trouble. (laughs) You see them holes in the ceiling? Mm -hmm. A Couple of months back, three of them come in here for to get cleaned up. Before they was gone, they dunked up three bottles of liniment, emptied out their shooting irons up there, one of them stripped clean naked, poured a dozen bottles of pompadour oil over (laughs) himself, then got chased down the street by the other two. I never did get paid for (laughs) one nickel of it.
0: I'd like to have seen that.
2: I'll tell you. Half yeah, a Cheyenne did. You tell three women fainted dead away. I'm just hoping they ain't none of them going to come in here. This trip.
0: Well, I should imagine that after a thousand mile cattle drive, they're rather inclined to let go.
2: Mister, you ain't seen nothing till you seen a Texas cowpuncher letting go. Right now, they'll be up in the saloons, heisting a glass or two. Just enough to get the dust out of their throats. And they'll head for the nearest barber and get the wool cleaned up. After that, the real fun starts. Why, some of them boys has got two, three hundred dollars to spend. And it sure don't take them long to do it.
0: Uh, then what happens?
2: Well, a day, maybe two, and they're busted. And they hit the trail for another six months' work till they ride back again. That's the way it goes.
3: I tell you, Nick, first I've got to get me a shave. Now, um, kid,
2: you cut off them straggling feathers of yawn, Ain't never going to see the light of day again. Let them be. Morning, oh, Good Morning, there, Mr. Markman. Hey, right. uh, cool your saddles. Won't be but a few minutes.
3: Yeah, well, now we ain't got too much time, mister. We all got to be getting up to the whiskey mill. Now, sit down,
2: kid. You ain't going to no whiskey mill.
3: Oh, now, look out here, Nick. I told you I And I, was I gonna... told
2: you, boy... I promised your ma I was going to watch out for you and I ain't going back on it. Ain't going to be no whiskey and no women.
3: Yeah, but this here shy and Nick, why I heard the I that I don't matter none what you heard.
2: Uh, you boys been in town long?
3: Nope. We just rode in. Didn't you all hear us going by? We sure was bellowing fine and loud, man.
2: You Texas boys?
3: We sure are.
2: Now... Now, now there ain't going to be no trouble in here. Shoot, we... mister, we don't aim make no trouble. Kid and me, we just figured to purify ourselves. Why, well, sure.
0: Are you the gentleman who brought in that herd from San Antonio?
2: Us and the other boys, yes, sir.
0: Well, I, I wonder if I can talk to you about that.
2: Talk? Ain't nothing much to talk about, mister. We just rub 'em up, same as we always do, that's all.
0: I'm a newspaper man. I'd like to buy you a drink. Get some material for a story on trail herding.
3: Now, that's a mighty fine idea, ain't it, Nick? Not for you, it ain't, kid. Oh, man, I swear, one of these days I'm just going to cut out your lights if you don't quit riding lying on me.
0: There There you are, mister. That's fine. Uh, Thanks very much. Oh, thank you. Next.
3: Uh, I want a real artistic scrape and a proper cur.
2: Kid don't need no shave. Just pluck the wool off him. Yes, sir.
0: Um, my name is J. B. Kendall.
2: Howdy. Nick Carmody. That the yearlins, Kid Yancey. Howdy, Kendall. Ain't got a bottle on you, have you, Pard?
0: No, no, I'm afraid not.
2: Uh, listen, kid, while you're getting fixed up, uh, I'll waltz on over a store and get me some tobacco.
3: Sure. All right, Nick.
2: You don't go flagging your kite out of here the minute I'm gone, because I got your dinero. You ain't gonna get far in this man's town without it.
3: I ain't go nowhere, Nick.
2: All right. Come with me, Kendall?
0: Yes, I'd like to.
2: I'll tell you what it's like when we hit a dry stretch. Get so's them cows ain't got no spit left. Like to keel over. But if they smell water, they'll go 20, 30 miles at the trot after it. Which is just what I'm going to do. Except now, take that drink you was offering. Where's the closest?
0: Uh, Bill's place a few doors down. man. Playing
2: Mother Nellie to the kid can sure give a man the thirst.
0: Are you related?
2: No. his ma didn't want him to go. His Pa said he should. His pa's the old man down in San Antonio. Old man owns the outfit. Ah. Told me to keep an eye out for the boy. No drinking, no women. Said it'd break his mother's heart. You ever try riding herd on a snuffy kid that's got a mind to be a man? <laughs> I can't say that I have. And never again. I give my word I'd do it, but never again. I'd as soon twist a local bronc. Just one good shot of scamper
0: juice, and I'll be a new man. Mr. Comedy's intentions were good, but one good shot led to another, and that was in turn followed by two more. Ten minutes later, the cowhand had discovered that walking was a lost art. Tearfully, he begged me to return to the barber shop and claim his charge. He handed me a pouched handkerchief for safekeeping. In it, he told me, was the savings, some $200 belonging to Kid Yancey. Kendall, I hear
2: the owl hooting high. Somebody's gone and stole my rudder. <laughs> oh, I ain't no condition. Oh, I think of the kid's maw, Tearing and hollering for a boy who learned bad ways on kind of there ain't no Nick Carmody to set him on the right trail. Ah, you go get him, Kendall. I'll be waiting.
3: Waiting right here. Barkeep, another bottle of that nose
0: paint. No, no, look here. I say, come... You won't even listen to me. Uh, you Comedy. tell him Nick
2: said listen or buy a whiskey, I'll hang up his hide. Hey, you tell him. Yes, me. but it's really none of my business. Oh, you not want to see a little calf
0: go straying on this range, would you? we get eaten alive. All right. But you stay here, Comedy. I'll bring him back in two minutes. You- Well, you you should have been a Texan, mister. Well, hi. I beg your pardon.
4: Well, I'll be, Mr. Kendall Honey.
0: Of course, you're... Your Millie. That's
4: right, up in Helena.
0: Big Sam's friend.
4: His used to be
0: friend. Oh?
4: Yeah. After what happened between you and him and the judge putting him in the who scout, he ain't got no friend no more. He uh, lost all his money, too.
0: He, he's not here in Cheyenne. I'll
4: yeah. say he ain't. Last I heard, he was mule skinning for an outfit in Utah. Awesome. Oh, I swear <laughs> you sure ain't changed a bit, Mr. Kendall, baby. What are you doing in these parts?
0: Oh, still writing. And you, Millie?
4: Oh, well, uh, I got me a job. I uh, kind of work here in Bill's place.
0: Ah, I see. Yes, that's... uh... Oh, good Lord, I forgot. There's a young fellow in the barber shop. I've got to bring him back.
4: Oh, gee, well, it's uh, it sure swell seeing you again, Mr. Campbell. And you, Millie? I uh, sure never did think I'd see you again, Mr. Kendall. Uh Millie, I, I hope you won't think I'm being rude, oh, but... Oh, uh, honey, I, I have... never think you was rude. Now, bet you and me go round up that kid. Then you come back and buy me a drink, and we'll talk about old times. <coughs> oh, it's them Texas boys. They sure do love to shoot off them things, just like big bad. I'm
3: gonna, I'm gonna get the law down on you. Hundred ah, dollars while i killing the west. Now stop it. Well, with. I'm hungry. I bites off the noses of live oh, Comanches. I can. Could... <laughs> hey, howdy, Mister Kendall. Whoa. Hey, hey, howdy, ma'am.
0: Your friend is waiting for you at the saloon.
3: Just, just look at all he's done,
2: shooting up my place. I, I told you, Mister. I told you what
3: they was like. I was just doing some target practices, all.
0: I've got your money here, kid. You better pay for the damage.
3: Oh, sure, sure. How much, Mister?
0: Well, I
2: figure five dollars ought to cover it. Yeah. Here.
3: How much obliged for the wool clipping, Mister? Oh, yeah. yeah. Say. Uh... Ain't you going to introduce me to your friend there, Miss Kendall?
0: Mm, Oh, yes. uh, Millie, this is the kid, uh, Mr. Yancey.
3: Howdy, Mill. What do you say, kid? Well, I heard tell they got some mighty pretty fillers in the north, but I never did reckon on finding anything like you.
4: (laughs) You ain't got a lot of years in you, kid, but you sure learned how to use them talking to a woman.
0: You, um, you, you, you better give me that money to hold for you, kid. I'll give it back to Comedy. Oh, oh, there's
3: $200 in there. Ain't I ain't gonna have myself a time with it.
4: Oh, $200, my. That's a heap of money.
3: Yes, ma'am. The fellow ought to be able to have a heap of fun with
4: it. <laughs> uh, why don't you wait out here?
0: Millie and I'll bring Comedy out. Heck
3: no, we're all going in. I'll be obliged if y'all take my arm, Miss Millie. Ma'am? Why,
4: kid, honey. I'd be on it.
1: In a moment, we return to Frontier Gentlemen. These are stimulating days in America's history, days when our problems arise from positive and dynamic factors, offering opportunities for still more positive and dynamic growth in their solution. The school shortage problem reflects the rapid increase in population and the ever higher levels of education that every citizen wants for his children. Crowded highways reflect the fact that Americans in general buy more cars, travel widely, and enjoy more leisure. Shortages in housing and in industry and in hospitals reflect our rising standard of living. Great changes bring new needs. New needs create endless new opportunities for work, production, and investment opportunities that are open to practically every person in America today. To find out how they may apply to you, get a free booklet full of the facts about our expanding economy. Write to Box 1776, Grand Central Station, New York, 17, New York, for the booklet called Your Great Future in a Growing America. That's Box 1776, Grand Central Station, New York, 17, New York. And now, we return you to the Anthony Ellis production of Frontier Gentlemen.
0: We went into Bill's place. Millie and the kid walked a pace ahead of me. They made quite a picture. Millie, as I've described her before, a woman of rather extraordinary proportions. I should guess that she was some five foot ten in height, and suffice to say that her frame was amply covered. Her escort, Kid Yancey, stood five foot eight and a half in his boots, and dripping wet, could have weighed no more than one hundred and thirty pounds. Millie's arm was linked through the boy's in what appeared to be a grip of iron. She had seen the two hundred dollars and wasn't about to let it slip away from her. The kid and Millie found a table. And I brought a thoroughly befuddled Nick Comedy over to join me.
4: Here's to Texas. Your mother could see you now, kid. Here's to Texas. Dynamite, ain't it? You gotta drink it down fast, kid, Ooh. honey. Else you're likely to rot your teeth out. Kid's got a mother. Sweet gray haired old lady. Oh, everybody's got a sweet gray haired old mother, honey. Don't you fret, none. I'll take care of him. Just like he was my own kin.
0: <laughs> Millie, you are a wicked
4: woman. Yeah, you watch your language, huh, mister? Ain't no one gonna talk to this here lady like that. Oh, that's all right, kid, honey. Mr. Kendall and me, we're old friends from up Montana territory. Now, I wouldn't drink any more of that if I were you, Kid.
3: Oh, now, shoot, Mr. Kendall and Hadford suck. I figure stars growed up. Well, oh, heck, when we was up in Dodge, all the fellas was painting their noses good, all except me. I had to stay in camp. Same thing every place we went. Well, I reckon things is going to be different now. Ain't that so, ma'am? Oh,
4: geez. you're a big boy now, kid. I broke my sweat, his poor old mom. He's drinking and he's carrying on with women. Oh, now, ain't your fault,
3: Nick. Oh. Hey. hey, you know what?
4: I'm hungry. You, you are hungry, ma'am? Hmm? Well, now you mention it. I don't recollect having had nothing to eat yet this morning. Hey,
3: they got any grub in this place?
4: Why, sure, honey. You tell little Millie what she wants. She'll get it for you.
3: Eggs. How about $20 worth of eggs? How about that, Nick? Yes, sweet old mother crying her eyes out. You, Mr. Kendall?
4: I don't think so, thank you. I'll tell the cook, honey boy. Well, now, ma'am, that's mighty kind of you, mm-hmm. Sure, am I to tell the cook how I like my eggs? Why, sure, kid. Don't go away, Mister Kendall. We'll be right back. Oh,
0: Miss Miller, you sure got the most beautiful I ever did. thank you, Comedy. <laughs> Nick. Nick, wake up. Hey. Wake up. We little gray mother hair. Wake up. <laughs> Well, oh. 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 where's the kid? As far as I can determine, he's gone off to supervise his eggs. Eggs? Oh, what's he doing with eggs? Eating them, I could imagine. Oh. I'm a goner. Six years. S-
2: six years I've been working for, old man, Yancy. Now I let his only kid go away sin. Whiskey and women. Oh, I'm going to Kendall. Might as well start looking for a new spread. Yancey won't take me back for sure when he finds out. Hey,
4: Nick.
1: Nick.
2: That's Devlin. I guess it's the last round. That's Trail Boss.
1: Where's the kid, Nick?
2: Oh, yeah. He went to get some grub. Thought you had orders to stick close by him. You've been drinking. Me? Oh, shucks, Dad. Oh, say, this here's Mr. Kendall. He's a, a newspaper man. Yeah, howdy. Mr. Gublin. Are you sure the kid's all right, Nick? Oh, sure, I'm sure. Why, shouldn't he be? He's just going to fix himself some eggs. Well,
5: you watch him, Nick, because if anything happens, you'll be putting your saddle in the wagon.
2: Oh, I know it, Dad. I sure do know it. So don't you worry. Ain't nothing going to happen to that little boy. No, sir.
0: As to what did happen to that boy, I must take the word of Millie. In effect, the following events took place. First of all, Kid Yancey and Millie left Bill's place through the kitchen exit. The kid evidently found that the chaperone was something that he could well dispense with. On their way to the silver dollar, he stopped at a street corner and became enthralled with a three-card Monty thrower. A small crowd was gathered around watching this expert card sharp.
5: Here you are, here you are. The Ace of Diamonds is the winning card. Here it is. Follow it, gentlemen and lady. Follow it with your eyes as I couple. Here it is. And here. And now here. And now here. And now
0: where. The game is simple. You
5: win if you point it out the first try. You lose if you can. Here it is. Simple. Watch it again. The Ace of Diamonds is the winning card. Hey, did you the see that, Bill?
4: Oh, come on, honey and boy. You no don't best. want to play that. It ain't on the level. It's just a suck. No, 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 it ain't. I saw the Ace. I could have Pick her right off. I can think of better ways to spend your money. Oh, well, sure. There's plenty of Come it. on, might have we get down to the silver dollar, kid, baby. I bet you ain't never drunk champagne, have you? No, I ain't too before I'm through and shine. Oh, let's go, honey. ain't nothing but a shot. All right, in a minute. I've got to watch this oh, you're gonna make
3: me a real Twenty dollars. I'll bet you. Twenty dollars. Huh? Huh? I'll bet you. Ah, here's a man with
5: guts. Yes, sir. Pull her up. Put it up. All oh, right, now, the ace of diamonds. Here it is, and here, and here, and here. Now, where is it?
3: Right there. <laughs> uh,
5: sorry, my friend, it's... It is there.
3: Uh, sure, that's it, sure it is.
5: Now, I reckon you pay me
3: $20, huh, mister?
5: Yeah, that. that's right, boy. 20 Uh, maybe you'd like to
4: try it again for, say, 50? Sure, ain't nothing to it. Ah, kid, I bet your ma don't like you gambling. You come along with me now. Yeah,
5: 50 it is. Find the ace, the ace. Here it is, and here, and here, and here, and here. Now, where is it?
3: There, I swear. There. Ha! Ha! What would I tell you? (laughs) Shucks, this ain't no more than shooting the head off a chicken with a scattergun. (laughs) Hey, you all, play some more, mister. There's another 50 you owe me.
0: They played some more, and when it was over, the card shop packed up his table and stole away, poorer by some $300. The kid explained to Millie that he had played the game in Texas when he was six years old, and that he always won. It was as simple as that. I didn't see Kid Yancey again for three days, and that was for only a few minutes before Nick Carpy and the other men of the trail outfit were about to set off once again for Texas. The kid rode up on his cowpony, looking very tall in the saddle. By his side walked Millie, a very thoughtful, subdued Millie. The trail boss Devlin and Nick exchanged a relieved glance.
3: Hey, Kid, I, I thought we was going to believe in you and Cheyenne. Not me, Nick. I got to get back to Mom Pa. Hey, how are you, Mr. Kendall? Real nice of you to come and see us all.
0: Not at all, kid. We were worried about you.
3: Why, shoot, there was nothing to worry about. Was there, Mill?
4: No, there weren't
3: nothing.
0: Well, kid,
2: let's roll the cotton. Come on, boys.
3: Goodbye, Nick. So long, Mel. Here, you buy yourself a pretty, huh?
5: You take you there, Kendall.
3: And you,
4: a hundred dollars. He, he, give me a hundred dollars. I'm
0: amazed. Yet anything left.
4: He had plenty left, Mr. Kendall. You come buy me a drink. I'll tell you all about it.
1: Frontier Gentleman was written, produced, and directed by Anthony Ellis and stars John Daner as J.B. Kendall. Featured in the cast were Eddie Firestone, Gene Carson, Jack Moyles, Vic Perrin, and Charles Seal. Join us again next week for another report from The Frontier Gentlemen Bud Sewell speaking